So, you're in the digital age, eh? Too cool for the radio, so you've downloaded this. You've actually chosen to listen. Sorry in advance, but here goes Ellie and Bex. For the last uh, 45 minutes of this show, we've been promising you that we will uh, cross to Italy. We'll reach out to Italy because the entire country's been shut down amid uh, the outbreak of COVID-19 slash coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we want to get the latest from the ground. But you kind of think about it though, Chained. Shutting down an entire country, mm. that, that's a big deal. It is a big deal. And we are our show's also a big deal. So that's why we <laughs> want to put two big deals <laughs> together. You're as big as Italy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, I've got a couple of numbers here that I've lined up. Yep. I don't know how this is going to go, um, but we've got the Hilton in uh, Rome. These are obviously really researched and you've checked yeah, to see if they're well, open. Hey, and... Yeah, well, I've, I've figured out it's about 6.45 in the morning. So the only places they're going to answer are hotels, yeah, right? Yeah, and they'll speak English. Makes so sense. So it's, it's an educated guess, but right. here we go. I've got some numbers. Welcome to the Hilton Rome Eur La Lama. Per continuare in italiano, digiti uno. For English, if, press two. If you want English two. How do I press two on this no, machine? DTMF. How do I press two? I'm going to make you talk first. No, don't make me talk first, please. I'm, I'm nervous. No one's there. The country's shut down. <laughs> They've got the day off. Oh. I think you accidentally dialed through to the conference section. I think we should try that again. I clicked two for English. Yeah, but you clicked it about an hour after she asked for it. So can we try it again? Okay. okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. terrible. I've got, <laughs> that I've got another terrible. number that we can try. Maybe okay. Italy is closed down. <laughs> Maybe it is. But I've got one more number. Yeah. I reckon I've been told by someone in the office that they will answer this. Oh, okay. So we'll try that in a couple of songs' time, okay? And we'll Is see. Italy closed down? You will hear it here first. Now, um, I went to Rome a few years ago mm. and stayed in a hostel that was touted as a party hostel. Yeah, which called... means it's a dump. <laughs> no, which means mainly that it's open all night. And so yeah. we can contact them oh, because good. it's early in the morning there. Um, so here we go. We've typed in the number. We've had a few technical difficulties. And you're too nervous to talk first, so <laughs> yeah, I, I have to do the talking, right? Okay, cool. Let's do this. All right, here we go. Let's call the Yellow Hostel in Rome. Here we go. Yellow Square. Oh, hello there. Do you speak English? Yes. Oh, fantastic. So do I. <laughs> uh, just wondering uh, how everything is in Italy, if you're good, if you're happy, if you're healthy, we're worried about you. Yeah, what you mean? Um, like the health, because we're in Australia and everyone's telling us your country is closed because of coronavirus and we're just worried about you. We wanted to know, are you okay? Ah uh, yes, uh, you are, you know uh, somebody of us uh, are like uh, ill or with uh, uh, flu, with flu, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you know anyone who's got uh, it? Any of your friends? No, no. In the hostel, every guest is okay until now. Yeah. Are people cancelling their bookings a lot because of the the illness? Yeah, somebody else. Oh, that's no good. Oh, really? Are people still going out in the street a lot? Uh, actually not, like uh, only for like emergency situation or important uh, situation, so not you, for fun. You know, you can't like go to the street for fun. You were, you're, you're stuck in the hostel now? You have to stay in the hostel? No, no, well, I, I can come back to my house. I can like, just go out for work that's yeah. and I come back to my house. That's it. I don't can't stay in the street. Wow. I have like a permission for work. Do you have enough wine in the hostel? Are you going to be okay? Is there enough wine and grappa in the hostel? We have, yes. Yes, yes. Good. <laughs> our bar, you know. It's <laughs> oh. yeah, good. Well, that's good. good. You're going to be okay then. What was your name? My name is Danilo. Danilo from Rome. Uh, thank you and stay strong, brother. Okay, you're welcome.
Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. Thank Ellie. you for your call. Goodbye. Ellie and Bex. <laughs> Are you dating a man child? 545-11919. Now, purpose isn't to shame people out. Purpose is if you're perhaps dating, living with, married with, used to date, whatever, someone who just needs to grow up a little and has a few little boy habits when they're a grown man. Yes. Then that's the number you call and I reward you for dishing the dirt with doubles to the best of them to A Quiet Place at Part 2 in cinemas March 19. Yeah, the reason we're bringing this up is because last night on Married at First Sight was the groom homestays where yes. the women go to the men's houses and see how they live, right? Got to ask yourself a question though. Okay. With Drew and Casey, which is I think where you're heading. Yep. Okay. Um, a couple of weeks back, she went probably a little bit off off the deep end about him and having a, a toy that that his flatmate gave to him and stuff like that and thought it was really weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last thing you'd want to do if you were Drew is have any teddy bears or anything like that lying around your house when she turned up. Well, I wonder whether they get to go home and tidy up first, you know, or whether they've yeah. just, like, left their house and gone off to Sydney for the experiment and then it's just how they, how they left it. Mm. Um, but he, they did come home and they walked in the door and this is what happened. Who's this little friend in the corner? That's Cornelius. God, you lie. <laughs> this is too that much. Was, that pain. was not a gift. That was not a gift. I, I swear, I'm like, I'm getting stitched up. So not only was there a giant, giant teddy. Yeah, there in was the like corner. a unicorn thing as well, right? Yeah, like yeah, this there huge was like unicorn thing. Three other teddies lying around as well, mm. all in the living room of this guy's house, and she's like. This is a bit of a red flag. Why has he got so many stuffed toys? When you look at Drew, he's a full-grown man, yeah, right? Yeah, I know. But it's like my brother is 31 years old, just turned uh-huh. 31. Um, he still sleeps with a teddy every night. What? Yep. And he's just had, is it the one that's just had a kid? No, but he did get married last year. In fact, at the wedding, uh, my other married? brother made the best man speech on behalf of Ted, the teddy. How does that even work? <laughs> I don't you, know. You come from a fairly blue blood family. You don't like to spruik it, but it's to the truth. What does blue blood mean? It means the old man was a judge. It means I'm rich. Yeah. Well, I'm not rich. Anyhow, my point is, it just seems a little strange. Why does your 30-something-year-old brother still have a teddy bear? What's the explanation? <laughs> well, Surely you, of out of all people, have lined him up after having a few Chardonnays and gone, what's the deal you know what? I'm with the, the one teddy person, bear? I'm the one person who doesn't think it's weird just because it's always been there. Yeah. You know, my whole life he's grown up with He's Ted. got a wife in the same bed now, right? I know, I know, but he sleeps with Ted under one arm and the wife under the other arm. And Ted's gross. Like, bear I can in mind, imagine. Ted is, is nearly 30 years Poor old. Himself. Ted. I mean, Ted, well, Ted's <laughs> like most people that have been in a monogamous, monogamous relationship for 30 years, you know? <laughs> Struggling. Anyhow, look, you're, you're, that's a whole other segment with yeah, your brother. Yeah. But 545-11919 from uh, playing little army figurines to painting um, potentially warplanes, maybe it's something that they do. Uh, that's a little club they're in that makes them a man-child. Oh, cl- oh, if we get men in clubs, I'll love that so much. <laughs> Steph's in Malulabar. She's given us a call. Steph, uh, who's the man-child in your life? That's uh, my partner, actually. Okay. Do we need to give him a code name or can we give him his real name? Oh, you can give him his real name. <laughs> you hope the radio's not at work and all the boys can hear oh, who, yes, who, who is it then? Um, his name's Brendan. Brendo. All right. all right, what does Brendo do? Um, so he's just, you know, all your doctor's appointments and everything that I have to book for him. But, um, recently he's bought a new car and Mm. told me which insurer he wanted. So not only did I set up his policy for him, but yesterday he had me call up on his behalf and check who was covered with his policy. (laughs) Just 
So you're effectively as administration as yeah. assistant. I, I've yeah. got to step out of this phone call. I've got another phone call out there I've got to take. Sorry, I can't. What I do you mean? I'm worse than him, really. Yeah, actually, I think we do need to get your wife on, Bex, because you are more of a man child, I reckon, than Brendo. I, no, I just... I get my, my clothes get folded and I get my, my, my lunch made for me and I really appreciate it. I never asked for it, okay? If that makes me a man-child, then sign me up with Brendo. Yes, mate, it makes you a man-child. On behalf of all the women on the sunny coast, it makes you a man-child. <laughs> Stacey from Dickies, is it uh, your current partner? Well, not anymore. He's my ex Ooh. and he was the biggest man-child you could possibly imagine. <laughs> all right, I'm just going to sit back. I'm going to recline my chair. Yeah. And I want you to list <laughs> some of the things that he got into that he probably should have given up when he was 18. Okay, so he used to collect dolls. And I'm not just talking like, you know, action figures from Star Wars because he collected all that stuff too, but he used to collect actual, like, man dolls and dress them up and then he would, like, pose them in positions, like, outside so they looked like real people and he took photos and then shared them on a website with other dudes. So there were more people like that in the country. And sometimes, like, he would literally spend, like, four or $500 at a time on these stupid pieces of plastic. It used to drive me insane. Were they like Ken dolls? That's what I'm picturing here in this situation. Yes, like Ken dolls. Really? Yes. And, he and then he would dress them up and get accessories and all sorts of stuff and, and then pose them and take photos and share them. Yeah, did it was he, weird. Did he have a name for it, for this art form? Oh, it was his hobby. Oh, sure it was. Okay. You know, some people, you know, some people are serial killer as their hobby. No, you know? Each to their it, own. It, it, it's mildly concerning. And I only think from your point of view, because clearly now Stacey's an ex, but did you ever at any stage have to have a conversation where you were like, okay, Dale, well, um, we haven't been out in months and um, you just spent but 500 bucks on a, on a Kendall and, and took, it, took, it, uh, took it to the beach for the weekend? where I got a whole box of the doll, put it behind the back wheel of the car and told him that if he didn't smarten up, that I was going to run these things over and commit mass genocide. Oh, wow. How did that go down? I could do this talk to you for ages, but how did that go down? Um, well, it didn't go down well at first. And then I, and then I told him that I was going to tell my parents as well. And he, and he gave in. He caved. Oh, oh, Stace. I'm kind of torn because it's clearly one of those things where this guy, you know, it's his, just his little thing, yeah, you know what I mean? Him, you know. Yeah, but no, that's so 2020. Ten years ago, if we were doing this very topic, we would be throwing certain <laughs> other conversations your way. Very tough, but uh, hopefully you can take your new real-life Ken doll uh, to the movies on us, okay? <laughs> that sounds awesome. Thank you so much. No worries. Ellie and Bex. So I'm looking for a house to buy. You are. Right, because um, I love living here, want to live here for the rest of my life, hopefully never get fired, that'd be great. Yes. Uh, and on the weekend, something came up during the relentless trudge that everyone who wants to buy or rent a house does every weekend, which is looking at, you know, let's say 10 homes, nine of them you turn up and then nothing like the photos. It's like the worst Tinder date you've ever been on in your entire life. And then you get excited about one and then realise that probably 500 grand too short or something like that. Oh, that's a lot of money. Anyhow, it's a long process. It's the same here as it is everywhere. And a big part of it is the Saturday morning trudge. I know that my Saturday mornings from here on in until we get a house, they're basically gazetted to going around looking at open homes. I know, because every time I'm like, hey, you want to go for a frothy on a Friday? You're like, nah, sorry, mate. Got to get up early and do the open home thing tomorrow. Something came up over the weekend uh, that has us, I believe, needing to open a very special place at the Ellie and Beck show. All rise. 
Coastal Courtroom is in session. Yeah, this is where we deliberate on issues that divide the coast and the country That's and the right. world. Can be, can be little, can be big. In this case, I needed to go to the bathroom a fair bit on the weekend, mainly because uh, I really overdid the 13 Angry Scorpions hot sauce. Okay. We don't need the specifics. We don't need what went in your body or really what comes out of your body either. And... It was a case where every time we would go to a house, we would look at the house quickly and then I'd go, okay, well, now we need to find somewhere for me to go to the bathroom. So another McDonald's here, another shopping centre there. And at one point, I turned to my wife and I said, you know what? There's no one here at this particular house we're looking at. What, in somebody's home? In an open home. It was no one. It was vacated. And I said, why can't I just do it here? Oh, Bex. I mean, it's not like I'm I'm not a grub. I'd had a shower that morning. Beg to differ on the okay. I'm not a grub okay. sentence. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> yes, and you can make a whole podcast out of it and it'd be great for everyone, but for the purposes of this, yes. what I mean is, as far as I'm aware, I don't carry any diseases. And my wife, naturally, as you know, my wife was like, no, you cannot do it. You no, cannot, no. absolutely, you cannot, Luke, you can, look at me, you can't use the toilet in, a dis- in an open home, okay? You just can't. Yes, exactly, because it is somebody else's home, Bex. But I've got to ask you that question, Chains, and I asked the people of the sunny coast that, including real estate agents, 545-11919, can you use the bathroom in an emergency, right? I'm not saying I'll just take the paper in. And you know, play a bit of Candy Crush. Yeah, you don't rock up with a copy of the Daily to a home open or you know exactly what's happening. In an emergency, is it cool to use the bathroom in an open home, okay? What do you think about that? Yeah. What do you think, Ellie I Chaney? think no, absolutely not. Okay, you can do you can do a wee. Oh, hang on, you're backing up now. No, I'm, I think you can do a wee. See, That's I worry okay. about that. What if someone but else comes through and it's like... No, well, you've got to close the door. Oh, yes, good <laughs> point. doing an open doorway. Good point. You can do a wee, uh, but you have to make sure that there's no splashback left or anything. Yeah. Like you are keeping Full CSI. as clean as, a, as when you got there. All right. But the, the other thing, no. I knew you'd be a negative Nancy, so I decided to take the, uh, the, the the microphone, the courtroom microphone, out to our office before the show today and ask them the question very simply, is it okay to use the toilet at an open home? Only if it's number ones. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Pretty sure you what? What did you just say, Josh? Sorry. I'm pretty sure I weed at a prize home viewing. How can you be pretty sure about that? It's the sort of thing that I reckon if you did it, you know, right? Was it in the toilet or just like in the sink or something? You need to in the sink. In the sink. <laughs> All right, so that's one vote for yes. No, I wouldn't. No, neither would I. But is it okay? <laughs> No, I'll, I'll say no. <laughs> All right, guys, quick question. Yay or nay, is it okay to use the toilet in a display home slash home that's open for inspection? I would say no because it is an open home and display purposes and someone walks in there and smells a uh, <laughs> fragrant smell that's not Glen 20. Yeah, it's, yeah, no. I'd say nay because I don't even know if they're hooked up. Like, do they even no, have No, but no, I'm talking about real homes here. I'm talking about places for sale. Oh, on the right. Yes. Or do you like, want to test the plumbing system, see if it's good? Sure, why not? Oh, hang on, he's changed his tune, hasn't he? Yeah, he has, <laughs> How big are the things you need to flush that you need to test the plumbing system? Okay, we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole bunch of ladies around here. Okay, I Also awesome. Rachie, while we've got you, yeah. first of all, we love the hits. Keep them coming. Um, also, is it okay to use the toilet at an open home? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Is it okay to use the toilet in an open home? No. 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 
why would you even think that that was okay? I'm not sure. Eloise, no? No, no way. No, no not even way. number ones? Someone suggested, Brooke, that number ones are okay, but not anything no, darker than that. No, you don't even go... No, you just don't do that. Also, aren't sometimes those toilets not connected? <laughs> like, be no, careful. No, I'm not talking about display. <laughs> it's not tiny houses. It's <sighs> a fair question. There you go. Dividing I, the nation. I feel like it was a pretty resounding no from our office, but Sunny Coast, get involved. Does no one think it's okay to have a lazy tinkle? You're at an open house. You're prepared to spend, I don't know, whatever your budget is. Let's say... Hundreds of thousands of dollars, at least half a mil to get a house anywhere on the sunny coast. Mm-hmm. And it's not okay to have a tinkle in the toilet? I don't know. Is, is this, is this for real? Okay, look, hang on. How about this? Five four five double one nine one nine. Whichever side of the fence you're on, let us know. Troy's in Gimpy. <laughs> Troy, what do you reckon, bud? Well, I mean, first you've got to do your reconnaissance. Is there a toilet brush? Is there toilet paper? And is there somewhere to wash your hands? <laughs> And if there's yes to all those things? Well, mate, I, yes. Oh, yes! <laughs> I feel like in this current climate, though, the availability of toilet paper is not looking good, so... I'll tell you what, if, if the joint's got toilet paper in it, Troy, the, uh, the price goes up by 20 grand. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Ripper, I'll take that. That's pretty oh, good. Paul's in Lansborough. Hello, Paul. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, okay or not Okay. I think it's the plain and simple fact that if you've got to go, you really have to go. <laughs> Especially if you've been on the hot sauce as well. Oh, this was hotter than hot. This had Carolina Reaper in it. Oh. And I can tell you, it will be the cleanest toilet you'll ever find before you can find a McDonald's. <laughs> exactly. Wouldn't it just? It's the only time people ever tidy their house is when it's happening. So, <laughs> That's about right. There's so much logic to what this man says. Uh, Paulie, how do you think the real estate agents of the coast are feeling right about now listening to the show? Uh, I think there might be uh, a few extra staff on, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Oh, amazing. Very good thinking, mate. Very All right. good. Uh, and just, I, f- I feel like we need a female's opinion on this because so far we've just had men be like, yeah, yeah. do it, mate, it's fine. Uh, Ange is in Whamuran. Ange, what are your thoughts on this? Yay or nay to using the toilet in a display home slash home open? Well, okay. I'm a queen freak and it's not something that I'd want to do. But having said that, like, if you've got to go, you've kind of got to go, right? I agree. Look, I agree. Know, yeah, sometimes you just have to go. So <laughs> I'm going to say, well, you know, when nature calls, it calls. So it's very hard. Say, if you if you desperately need to go, Ange, and you are, you're spending your morning walking past perfectly good toilets. Absolutely. Um, well... You kind of have to, but again, I'm going to stipulate I am a clean freak and wouldn't want to, but if you've got to go, you've just got to go. So I'm going to go with yes. You have oh, to go. I love what Ange has done there. She's basically gone, look, I wouldn't be caught dead doing it, yeah. but maybe you go for it. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you've got to go, too many, whatever you had, your hot sauces, too yeah. many... Wines or beers, sometimes it's beyond your control. Oh, so. I don't know. There's, I don't think there's ever been a time when it's been that bad that it's been that beyond oh, my control. Oh, sweetheart, but you haven't again, had the angry scorpions. Again, well, I, you know, I don't do that. <laughs> girls, girls don't do that, remember? Girls, girls just have unicorn dust. I on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, bring, I say nothing. We're going to get you a double. You can bring a friend to go and see uh, A Quiet Place 2 at the cinemas. Thank you. That's okay. They've got toilets there too, just so you know. Plenty. You can prep ahead. And air conditioning. I just realised something, <laughs> oh. ladies. Be- before I let you go, Ange, I just realised something that I've done. Um, 
effectively, when you go around looking at houses, you get to know all the agents. And the coast isn't that really that big a, big a place. And yeah. I've just put them all on notice, really, haven't I? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when Dex from the radio turns up for a viewing, uh, lock the doors, I'm agents. Gonna be, I'm going to be going into places on Saturday going, g'day, mate, bar out, how are you? <laughs> Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. One of the stars of maths. And I've got to say, I've had a roller coaster ride with, you know, whether or not he's in my top side or not, week in, week out. But one thing I've figured out about Ivan, and the reason why he is in the top side firmly now, is he's a man of his word. After a big week, welcome to the show, Ivan. I, like, I think I like you because you're just a straight shooter. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for having me. No, I don't think I like you, Ivan. I know I where, like you, bud. Where, where is my roller coaster cart positioned at the moment? Well, that's a weird thing about uh, the way this TV show is constructed, and I say that with the greatest <coughs> yeah. of concern, is that obviously we're, we're just pawns in the viewing audience to love and hate you. I'm, and, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pawn on the program. Yeah, <laughs> you're the ultimate pawn. We should uh, open up a pawn shop, absolutely. guys. Yeah, there are strings, <laughs> strings everywhere. But um, really, I think something that potentially backfired for the network was uh, earlier in the week when you got a hard time about your sex life and quite rightly said, hey, bugger off because this is a fair income relationship now, um, yeah. all of a sudden you've got fans left, right and centre. Yeah, um, it's funny that, isn't it? How, how people's tunes have changed off, off, off one 10-minute uh, evening of television. But nonetheless, I'm quite flattered and appreciative of it. <laughs> oh, mate, don't worry. We're panic buying toilet paper at the moment, so it'll go. Yeah. <laughs> it'll go. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. How have you felt uh, um, with kind of how you've been portrayed overall? look pretty proud and, and, and comfortable with how I have been portrayed. I mean, if the worst thing that people can judge me for is being a little bit quirky and uh, having a somewhat embarrassing relationship with my mother, mm-hmm. I think I've done pretty well in, in comparison. Um, you do have your typical Ken and Barbie doll types on the show and good on them. They're all a bunch of lovely people and that seems to be where the attention and attraction gravitates towards and I'm certainly out of that box a little bit. But um, in terms of how myself and Alex have conducted ourselves and the relationship and, and, and treated it with care and respect up until this point, um, I'm certainly very proud on both sides. And it seems to be the one that's working as a result of that. Funny that as well, that when you just go back to a situation where they put you in there saying, hey, we want to see if you guys can you know, get together and if it can work. And when it actually does, it doesn't always suit the narrative, if that makes sense. Yeah, it is a tough position to be in. There's a lot of pressure both externally and internally and with your lines of, I guess, um, questioning coming at you from all angles, it, it, it is getting a bit much for us. Um, and I think you'll see that unfold in the course of the coming days. Ooh, right. Ooh, so the drama for Ivan maybe, and Alex. Maybe Ivan's going to uh, cut fully sick if he gets asked another question <laughs> about whether or not he and Alex are not, engaging in after-dark cuddles. Certainly not an Alex, but um, yeah. you might see me cut sick in weeks to come. Right. I'm quite humble and, and, and flattered that I'm, I'm today's hero, was yesterday's villain, could very well be tomorrow's villain. But at the end of the day, we're just human beings going through, you know, um, a roller coaster, much like the audience is, um, but you know, we, it was our lives at stake. We were actually living it, mm-hmm. and now it's everybody else's entertainment. For sure. Do you guys have like a group chat, the contestants that you guys or you know, when you watch the episodes, like, oh my god, look what they they showed that part of us. That's crazy. Yeah. To be honest with you, a few of the, uh, I think the girls are probably a little bit tighter in that regard. Yeah. Um, got, the boys do have a, a little bit of a group chat going on, but. I don't think we're as invested in, in watching it as, as the girls are, to be quite frank. Do you watch back each episode? Yeah, I mean, it's always nice to know what, what actually went on because, like I said to you before, you see us for 10 minutes, but that 10 minutes that you see us for was filmed for five hours, you know, so you never know 
exactly like obviously they're all our words so everything you see comes out of our mouths mm. um but you never know how it's going to be played out are you looking yeah. forward to the end of the show when you can be absolutely public not not necessarily because it's been an amazing journey for me and, and, and an amazing story and mine and alex's love story is, is a real one you know i want the public to see out the duration of its course the way that the events unfolded with our time in in the um, in the experiment, I reckon so, they get married. I reckon they get married. They get married for real. They already are made. No, but they were married at first sight. Remember? It's not real. Yeah, exactly. No, Ivan. Real marriage is when you get harassed to pick your socks up from the floor every twenty-five seconds, and uh, where. Oh, don't worry. I experienced parts of that with Alex throughout the experiment. And love ta- love making interrogation isn't from the experts. It's from your wife. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that advice on board. Oh, well, Ivan, uh, we're enjoying watching you and we're excited to see where the love story between you and Alex does go. Thank you for coming on our show this time, though. My pleasure and thanks for having us. Ellie and Beck. I want to record this on my personal phone because <laughs> you've been progressively backing out of this for the last know, five minutes. I know. Okay, I want to preface uh, the next two minutes um, by saying two things. Yeah. Firstly, um, I'm really glad that I've signed a contract with this company and they can't <laughs> fire me that easily because uh, what I'm about to talk about probably will warrant uh, being such bad yeah. radio content that it warrants a firing. Every day on this show there's what I like to call a trust me right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? You just, yeah, speak it, about that. It's a break where you say to me, I want to talk about something, trust me, it's going to be good. Yes. Normally you back yourself in. You've yep. got pretty good bravado. In this case, for the last hour and more so for the last five minutes, you have been running from this as an idea. Yeah. Can I, I'm going to put my recording down because my arm's sore. Okay, fair um, <laughs> um, Okay, well, this is all because of my friend Selena. So that's the second thing yeah. I wanted to bring up. Uh, okay. If this flops, blame it on Selena, who's a school teacher and knows nothing about radio, but said, it's Ellie, not... you should talk about this on your radio show. Mate, if you did a break every time someone I know. said to you, this would be a great segment. Can you imagine? I know. Well, all the news is about coronavirus these days. I wanted to mix things up a bit, you know, right, talk about something started? different. Okay, okay. All so right. my friend Selena. Yeah. When she says a certain phrase, she says it differently to the rest of us. Okay. She'll say, tonight I'm going to have a stir fry for dinner. Yeah. And we say, I'm going to have a stir fry for dinner. Interesting and observation. We say, yeah, we were like, Selena, it's not, a, it's not a stir fry, it's a stir fry. Yeah. And she goes, but why? What reasoning have you got? Why, why must the stir be, have the em- emphasis and not the fry? Well, because it's got a dash in the middle of it. Yeah. It's got a hyphen. But, like, why is stirring more important than frying the it's dish? It's Fry is just a shorter word. Is that it? Well, it's not really a shorter word. Like, yes, it's got one letter, less letter. So it's 25% shorter. Yeah, but but she raised a good point. <laughs> is that, is that to... the extent? Is that How drunk were you when this came up? Be honest. How many sherbets had you had in your little Malulabar pad with your five other girls? What? What? How many? <laughs> to be honest... It was the morning after oh, oh, I've been died. But she's right. And then it got me thinking, a hot dog, fry pan. Why do? We, why must we emphasise different words so why much? Why do you say fry pan like that? Fry pan's one word. Fry pan. It's one fry word. Fry pan. But why is it not a fry pan? Because it's a one word. Because that's how it's said. The same way the donkey is in dunkey. It's how we say it in our language. <laughs> how you In your house there are at least two educated people that I know of. You've got two degrees. <laughs> You live with two doctors. Just, okay, if you're sitting in your car right now and you're thinking that the last two minutes has been better than us just waffling on about coronavirus because that's all that anyone can talk about these days, then let us know. Hit us up on the socials. That's not the standard, Ellie. 
That's not the standard we should hold this show to. That's not the standard that the people of the sunny coast who have choices for who they listen to in radio are going to hold us to. Oh, well, if it's better than someone rabbiting on about coronavirus, lock me in. Make me a CVIP. I'm keen as mustard. If anyone has a conversation with anyone from now on about whether it should be stir fry or stir fry, and let us know. In the meantime, no. luckily, luckily, we've got oh. $1,000 to keep people listening coming yeah. up next, okay? Yeah, yeah, with under the pump. <laughs> oh, good one. Should we talk about that for another two oh. minutes? Ellie <laughs> and Bex. 91.9 CFM. I feel like maybe tomorrow we might put a ban yeah. on the words, words, coronavirus, word. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Yeah. To be honest, uh, we don't like talking about it, but we've got a role to reflect what happens in the world and stuff's happening. Yeah, but. I suppose. But we're looking this... for the fun angles. This is interesting. It is interesting. <laughs> Deadly virus. Oh, no, not it's fun no angles. fun angles, mate. Different? So, you can't back away from your job here. Quirky? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No. Right. Where All there right. is light in the world, we will show it. We'll make you that packed. Okay. All right. Well, just, and you know here, is, here is something involving it that, that is a little bit... Uh. Yeah, it's a little bit... It's yeah. interesting. It's hey. intriguing. Yeah. Uh, Australia's first drive-through corona test collection service has yeah. been opened uh, down in South Australia. So basically, if you think you've got coronavirus, mm-hmm. you'll go to the GP and yes. the GP will instantly refer you to this place yes. where you drive in your car, there's two nurses in full hazmat suits yes. and they swab your job. mouth. What a job that I know, is. Right? You should see a photo of them. It looks like yeah. something out of a movie. Yeah, totally. Um, they'll swab your mouth and then they'll give you your results and you'll be good to go. But it's dead serious, mate, because a lot of GPs aren't even um, taking uh, patients in because you could infect the entire, everyone who's in there and there's a, there's a lot of that stuff up in the air, but the fact that you can literally drive through a mm. testing centre where it's, they've said, you stay in your car if you think you're going to be infecting anyone and we'll come out to you. That's pretty full on. Yeah, it's absolutely genius. Um, mm. So they reckon they can see up to six patients an hour. So you actually have to book your drive-in service. So it's not yeah. like Macca's where you just rock up and mm. say, can I have some cheeseburgers and fries? Yeah, um, and they give it to you piping hot straight away. Yum. Good supporters of the show. Thank you. Oh. Carry on. Cheeseburger. No, you've distracted me with cheeseburger. No, come on, be a professional. <laughs> okay, all right, sorry. Um, but they reckon that these could be the norm around the country yeah. as, you know, coronavirus grows potentially. Quite possibly. No doctors want to get their hands on people, and rightly so. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. But it does beg the question, Chains. If we're going to start doing that drive-through, what else can we do drive-through? I mean, if you go to America, pretty much everything's drive-through. You can get drive-through marriages in America. Can you really? Fair income in Vegas. There's a drive-through wedding chapel. Oh, that's dangerous. And also, if it's your big day, get out of your car. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to Vegas you know? though, to sit in a pink Cadillac if it's their big day. Exactly. You know do you know what, I mean? what I've said from the dawn of time? Mm. Drive-through sushi places. Oh, yeah. There's not enough of them because often I'll, like, be driving home and I'll just want a snack and you just want, like, a six-pack of sushi. Yeah. There's nowhere that has drive-through sushi. But uh, could they make it so that it was, like, the tra- the train but on the outside <laughs> of the store so you drive along in your car and go, oh, oh, I just missed out on some edamame. Speed up, speed up, and grab that. I think that would be slightly more dangerous. You asked me about some things that, you know, uh, could potentially be drive-through that I'd want. And I started to think about it and I thought about the fact, I think in Newcastle and one, some, one other place, they've got uh, an entirely drive-through KFC and apparently it's absolutely bonkers. It's just like four to five lanes of, of, of people just driving through at any given time. Yeah, right. I thought about it and for blokes, you could make anything drive-through <laughs> because we don't need to see anything. We don't like the shopping process. Seriously, I could get shoes drive-through. doesn't really matter. Well, get a shirt, drive-through. I could drive up to a window and the person could go, Oh, good day there. How are you going? Oh, welcome to Best and Less. Can I take your order, please? I go, Best and Less. And, and I go, yeah, yeah, no worries. I just need some Grundies. Um, yeah, okay, what size are you? 
Um, I'm fatish. How are you going to try Grundy's right. on? X- XL. Hold on, aren't Grundy's Granny Undies? Reg Grundy's Undies. Oh, I thought they were Granny Undies. Why stop I was my like, perfectly awesome sketch? Sorry, I was like, Bex, why are you I buying Granny Undies? I was halfway through okay, an award-winning sketch. Continue, go on. And then they could just give them to me. <laughs> Shoes. Shoes. Don't need, don't need to. I could do everything drive-through in my life. So I, I'm not even concerned. Give me a Bunnings drive-through. I mean, I go through the Zarafas drive-through every morning. That's delicious. There you go. There's a lot. You, you've given us a lot of options, but Sunny Coast, we want to hear yours. 545-11919 is our number. Give us a call. What would you like to see in drive-through form? Could be anything. Any store. Yeah. Anything. Maybe drive-through lawyer. You can get a divorce like that. <laughs> don't know. Well, I mean, if you've done the drive-through wedding, then that'll make sense. Just think outside the square, that's all. <laughs> Liam's in Caloundra. Liam, what would you like to see as a drive-through, bud? Uh, I think a pharmacy would be pretty good. You know when you're all sick and just all bunged up and you don't want to get out of the car because you're dying? Yes. Just drive through and get some pills and be all good. Because sometimes that walk that you I typically do in sort of grey tracksuit pants and whatever cotton shirt sort of loosely fits me and thongs, to the it's, it's, it's a hard walk, isn't it, to the, to the pharmacy? It is, and, you know, you just don't really want to infect people, you know, and kind of spill the germs. Like, I'm very self-conscious about giving germs to other people. Yeah. The less interaction with people, the better, I reckon. You know, you know what I'm getting from this call? And this is bigger than your, your, your idea, Liam, which is fantastic, I think. Drive-through dispensary, fantastic stuff. Is that I kind of feel like you and I, Chains, are the delinquent children in the relationship with our audience, and our audience are the responsible adults. Yeah. Because we've just been taking yeah. the mickey for the last sushi. 20 minutes. <laughs> you want drive-through sushi. I did a, some weird sketch about getting undies, and Liam's like, okay, well, to combat a social problem that's ever-growing, <laughs> a, a reasonable idea would be to have a drive-through pharmacy. So, yeah. <laughs> Liam, you're very wise. What do you do for a living? I uh, work in IT. Uh, I thought he was going to say, yeah, I own a drive through pharmacy. Yeah. <laughs> Free plug. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your uh, suggestion, mate. And as usual, uh, the audience is far more wise than we are. <laughs> Thanks, mate. All right, let's move on to Narelle from Maruchador. Narelle, what are your thoughts on this? What could we be using as a drive through I was thinking a sausage sizzle oh. and maybe we could get the onion on top. Oh, there you go. <laughs> now we're back to people that speak my language. Yes. <laughs> um, the onion on top, interesting decision. I think that's great. You know, you know what? It's, that's, you know, if we're to believe all the doom and gloom, gloom or groom. Married at first sight. Oh, that's a new show we could do, doom and gloom. <laughs> like, okay, anyhow. If we're to believe all, all the stuff that's happening and it's all very down and out, isn't it, Narelle, at the moment, and the reality yeah. is... I will take the risk of getting COVID-19 as much as I will take the risk of dropping onions off the top of my snag. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing like onion on the top. It's oh. not the same when it's underneath. Oh, Narelle. It's, it's, this is almost talking dirty on this show right now. I feel like if it was a drive-through <laughs> service, you'd have the ability to, to, to stipulate what you want, though. You could say, hey, can I get no, a... No, 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 but you, you know... know the, like, you don't want to... They've be... over-regulated the world. You have to put it on the bottom, <laughs> on the bread now, and it's just not the same, is it, really? No, it's not. <laughs> oh, wow. This, this conversation's this. gone in many different directions, it but has. I love it, Narelle. But I'm, li- I'm genuinely salivating. So yes. that's, uh, that's, that's, good. that's a good result, Narelle. Thanks for that. Okay. Thank you. Ellie and Bex. Yeah, what have you learned on the show today, bud? Oh, God, I've learned so much. I've learned that Alan Joyce, the Qantas CEO, is not going to be paid for the rest of the year, but don't worry, he's on $24 million a year, which means he's already made six this year. Yeah, exactly. So we don't feel too sorry for him, but good yeah. on him. Carry good on, Joycey. Yep. Uh, regardless, I've learnt that not a soul on the sunny coast cares that my friend says stir fry instead of stir fry. Yeah, and you brought it up again. Great. <laughs> yeah. And I've learnt that there are smart people in our audience 
Like the chap that wanted to drive through pharmacy. Oh, yeah, Liam. What yeah. a legend. Good on him. Um, I've learnt that grown men still play with dolls, according to oh, God, yeah, the woman who called strange. up when we did a Is Your Man a Man Child segment. If any of that interests you, of course, it'll be up on the podcast in a matter of minutes. It will indeed. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. We'll speak to you tomorrow. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM.